Welcome back to another episode of IC Pixels, the podcast that drops semi annually <laughs> on the schedule. Yeah, we're here for our late summer edition of the podcast. This season, fall, uh, I mean, a uh, summer, uh, summer cast. <laughs> yeah, if you want uh, episodes on time, sign up for our Patreon. It does not exist. <laughs> I mean, maybe then we would be on time. Maybe. Maybe. Um, but yeah, this is kind of our artistic expression to not be on time. So, I mean, if you have a problem with it, then you hate artists and, you know. You're un-American. Pretty much. And, and, black, and black women, somehow. <laughs> <laughs> You don't support the black women that have nothing to do with this podcast. They have everything to do with it. Well, they've been on this podcast. Never mind. Whatever. That joke got away from me. But um, yeah, we're back. Um, yeah, we have no reason for not being here. I mean, it was the summer. You were out in these streets. Um, I was at home. You were in the so streets I, of uh, Mississippi. I was in the streets of Mississippi. Or the dirt at the roads of Mississippi. At the wrong house, even, at one point. <laughs> yeah. Because the when you type in her address, well, when you just click the link for her address, it gives you the wrong address. It takes you to the wrong place. So I ended up 40 minutes away at some random person's house. Oh, wow. <laughs> Things you don't want to do in Mississippi. <laughs> but That's there was true. a lot of black people in the country in Mississippi, which I was like, oh, okay. Well, and honestly, I saw more Confederate flags driving through Georgia and Alabama than in Mississippi. I guess it depends on where you are. I didn't, I haven't seen that many because yeah, up here I've seen. Well, I haven't seen a Confederate flag, but you see a lot of signs of racism here if you go into the country areas. But down there, Trump flags. <clears throat> I saw. Uh, well, down there. So this, we're talking about. Well, the place I was in was Tunica, Mississippi. When I was there, uh, it was definitely like two sides of the train track. This is a highway that runs through the middle of town. And on one side of that highway, it's nicer houses. Uh, you know, that's, it's the white side of town. The post office is on that side of the, t- the tracks. Everything, there's a park over there. On the other side, it, it's it's not not like it's extremely different, but you could tell like it's where the black people live. And yeah. uh, it's very separate, I would say. Um, but I don't know. It's I couldn't well, live down there. That's all I could say. I couldn't live down there because it's just, I, well, too hot. It's too flat. Nothing to do. Nothing's nearby. All all, all those problems. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um. The other thing I saw on the way back was a sign. I forget the name of the city, but it was like a it's Native American named city. And on the sign, it had the name of the city. And then it said Native American name, classic American community. <laughs> so that means they got rid of all the Native Americans. Exactly. They just kept the name. Yeah. Like it, it might as well just said white only. I was like, <laughs> like, why did you feel the need to explain all that? You thought people were going to roll up and expect Native Americans to be there? Nope. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, but then also, in sign-making news, um, I saw, maybe that's a segment, signs we saw. Um, I uh, 
driving through Decatur here in Georgia. Um, it's part of town, part of Decatur where there's more Black Lives Matter signs than black people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I saw somebody with a Juneteenth sign in their yard. But it said like Happy Juneteenth or whatever, which is like, all right. I mean, I saw one sign at somebody else's house. I was like, oh, okay, cool. They made signs. That was quick. And then I saw another one. This one had like a fist on it and then like broken chains around it. Mm. And it said Happy Juneteenth. But I don't know who made this sign. It was a white fist. <laughs> or a very, you know, maybe a high yellow black fist, but it was it was an odd choice. I was like, who what? <laughs> was it on a, a black background why they did that? Or No. I mean, it was it wasn't a white fist. It was like a white person skin tone fist. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. <laughs> On a happy, ju- I was like, "What is happening here?" Because at first you're like, "Oh, okay, you're on it." The- wait, wait a minute. Well, I mean, but that, I don't know. That is the best example. That is, if anybody asks how the downtown area of Decatur is, that would be the best example of it. Well, when you really think about it, brother. <laughs> <laughs> the slavery was not only slavery for us, it was slavery for them. <laughs> because they were trapped. I don't know. There, there's some kind of way I guess you could try and explain that uh, the end of slavery freed them from the tyranny mm. of the of the oppression mm. of the desire to hold another man down. Mm. See? Wow. You just gotta open your third eye and wow. you will understand. Wow. Well, I didn't. I didn't even see it like that. Cause we were already free. Yeah, we were just mental slaves. Yeah. Well, wait. No, we were literal slaves. We were <laughs> mentally free. They were mental slaves. Yeah, but they literally enslaved by the idea that they needed slaves. Mm. See, they they missed out on the 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 character building that comes with hard work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so in a way they needed to be freed. They honestly, they needed to be freed more than we did. I'm sure there's someone who will uh, <laughs> use all this explanation and come out with a way that's where this makes sense. But it doesn't hundred percent make sense to me. Yeah. I mean the real story is probably some graphic designer who, I don't know who made that. It probably was made in China. Yeah. And then they shipped it over. They looked on the internet for a Juneteenth sign. Somebody was up on it early. Made the Juneteenth sign. Shipped it. And they got it. And they put it in their yard. They didn't even think about it. It's like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's a white fist. <laughs> I mean, what? That was the only one that was available. The, like, well, the, there was another. I, there, was a, there was a different one up the, up the street. Which, it just said Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. Which I mean I don't know I feel like we kind of talked about this we need to work on the color uh, we we need to work on yeah we talked about Juneteenth we need to work on the uh, color combination for Juneteenth because you know, like African American colors are kind of they don't really pop <laughs> hmm. so that's neither here nor there but um yeah so those are the signs I saw recently so yay. Yeah, I know there's some neighborhoods near me where I saw a lot of Black Lives Matter signs, and they are not black neighborhoods, but 
It's whatever. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm honestly personally, I'm, I mean, I'm like, I'm here. I feel like I'm the sign, you know. Yeah, I don't need to put up yeah. a sign. I've thought about, I thought about it a little bit. Like, oh, that's a nice sign. I could get one, but no, I don't need to. Yeah, I mean, I'm here. I'm existing. <laughs> but if I stopped thinking I mattered, I would, I would stop existing. You know, but uh, you know, I, I don't know. So I mean I I see that all the time, but yeah, it's like come on, all right, get it together on the June team signs. Come on, we need to work on the branding. Maybe maybe we can create one for next year so that you know people will have the appropriate skin tones, you know. <laughs> and I mean, yep. and then again, also I don't I don't know I don't, I don't I know it's about freeing the slaves, but then it's like the always the reminder of chains and I don't know we gotta. <sighs> It's like you don't want to take away from the story, but we got to make a. How, how can we make this fun? You know? Yeah. Well, that's where it's like, oh, what's, what is your Juneteenth tradition and all this stuff? I was watching. Uh, what was that? There's some show on Netflix about, like, foods from different. How slavery and the foods from Africa affected everything. That, I forgot. Yeah. High on the Hog. Yeah. And yeah, so I watched it, and they were talking about, like, some of the Juneteenth traditions and stuff like that but it was mainly just like marching and dancing and stuff like that which yeah not gonna do either though it's too hot outside mm. but you haven't haven't we I done do... enough marching and dancing <laughs> all right come on brother isn't that racist but... to expect us to march and dance i mean it yeah okay kind of if it was marching dancing watermelon and chicken then it would just be a problem maybe some twerking i think too. watermelon is part of it <laughs> or some kind of like some kind of red soda I mean or is it pink peach lemon pink lemon I don't know whatever I don't know what the traditions are and this is, I know last year in 2020 with all like the the killings and stuff that happened my job gave me the day off or I had the option of getting the day off but then this year they didn't um or at least my company didn't the other one of the other companies I work with did have the day off mm. but um I don't know. I do agree with you, though, that in some ways it's good to have a, a celebration or a day or whatever. That's fine. But uh, in some ways it could be used, not necessarily used that way, but a lot of the things kind of reference back to slavery and, oh, this is when you were made free and all that type of stuff. And I do see how we should kind of move past that. Not saying that it didn't happen or it didn't matter, but just that, okay, we're so much more than that. We're not just freed slaves. We are yeah. people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, find like a deeper, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if this turned into a Juneteenth episode, but yeah. We'll work on that. Well, we're we're making up for all the episodes yeah, we missed. We're going we're gonna to work on a way to commercialize Juneteenth so it's palatable. Uh, I don't. I don't want. <laughs> I don't necessarily think it should be commercialized. No, okay. I mean, unless it's like go support a black business. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, that's more of my thing. Like, can can it be turned? Can it be? You know, I know it's new, but yeah, let's. Uh, I mean, it's not new, but you know what I mean. It just it just went mainstream. So you know, get a way to you know tie it to something because I think yeah, right now it's like oh we got Juneteenth like the day before you know <laughs> Juneteenth. It's like oh uh. Uh, get yay, I guess. You know. Well, so I mean, I don't know what to do. 
I know it's important because of the events that happen and things like that, but to me, and maybe this sounds bad, but to me, it's like President's Day yeah. or Columbus Day or Veterans Day. Any of those holidays that I kind of don't care about. Like, yeah, something important happened, but I'm not doing anything to celebrate. Yeah. You know, there might be a sale, so I might go buy something. But other than that, it's not uh, really, it doesn't really connect. I guess it should because it's a slavery thing, but it doesn't really, it's like one of those, it doesn't matter holidays. Like, oh, okay, cool, I got the day off work. Yeah, I was about to say maybe it can be like a day of service, but then I was like, no, no, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing any service that day. Y'all can do some service for me. I'm not I doing no service. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it can be like a, um, I, I don't know, man. I mean, go support a black business today, I, I guess. I don't know. That's it. Go get your hair braided day. I don't know. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> like, it's like National Appropriation Day. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, no, you're right. Not everybody. Okay, yeah, just go support a black business day. And support a real business, like, not like uh, somebody would have pretend business you mean not the businesses that are when i google them they are businesses that are inside my apartment complex not just that but i uh, <laughs> have you ever done i mean well i've seen that think... it's like wait there's not a business there <laughs> I, I know where that is that's where the pool is that's not <laughs> that's not a story yeah, yeah it comes up on google like somebody's restaurant and it's like no no. <laughs> yeah, Google has gotten it wrong sometimes, but I guess what I'm saying is like support a a business that is actually that can help more than one person at a time. Because I know there's a lot of really really like micro businesses. I guess you would say like, oh yeah, I braid people's hair, or oh uh, I have mixtapes, whatever. But I think there are some businesses that are just going to be easier to mm-hmm. support, and I think you can help more people if you can help a larger black business or business that has a uh, employees and things like that. That's what I mean. Mm. I'm not saying don't help the small, small businesses, but like if you, you know, you own a restaurant and you have 10 employees, I can go there and eat and I'm supporting, I'm helping all 11 of you, 10 employees and the owner. If you just braid hair and, I don't have, I don't need my hair braided, then it's no point in me supporting you. I mean, how is my support is not going to go as far with you as it would with a business with more people, if that makes sense. Yeah, uh, very Republican, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's very uh, LLC. Uh, it's like if you don't have an LLC, I can't support your business. Well, so I'm th- if you think about it, like, you know how they say, like, the black dollar stays in the community for this amount of time or whatever, this many hours, and it leaves. Like, if I'm supporting a business with employees and the dollar stays in the community a little longer because I'm paying you, then you're paying your employees, and then they go spend their money outside the community mm-hmm. or they go give it to the white man or whatever you want to say. So that keeps it in a little longer if that's your goal. If your goal is just give some money to a black person, I my cash app is uh I can see my cash app and you could just give it to me. I, uh, go 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 support yeah, I don't know. Uh, fans on Juneteenth. I don't know. No, but the, even that like you're not really 
you're supporting somebody, but you're, I don't know. I, I, I just feel like it's, if you can support a, a, a business that can help more people is better than just helping an individual. Cause I think that's how a lot of people look at it. Like, Oh, Oh, that's Anthony. That's, that's my one black friend. I'll be nice to him. But Oh, if I see Ray Ray on the street, like, Oh no, I don't know you. I don't trust you. Call the cops, whatever. So I'm saying support more a group of people if you can, and not just individuals. Cause a lot of people will have their, Oh, you're the one safe Negro. I can, I can help or whatever, but won't help others. If that makes sense. Not really, but okay. <laughs> no, but okay. <laughs> Fine. I think you're asking for a lot. That's too many rules. Just tell them. No, no I'm not saying you. I'm not saying anyone should have to follow these. I mean, it's like support because... a small small business day or whatever it is. Like I don't know, go find a small business. With a, yeah. I mean, you can't say with a storefront because there's mad legit stuff that doesn't have a storefront. So. Yeah, I, you're right. I, I I would say yeah. To start, find a small business, support them. I think there are a lot of. <laughs> this small is the real point. I'm gonna bring it, bring it home. Have... I'm gonna bring it home. Support a business that spent money on branding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I think that applies. I think that'll get yeah. you in the right ballpark. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's kind of where I was leaning to is like a lot of these small businesses, they let's say I'm just I have no familiarity with the community, which is true in a lot of cases. Then how will I even find your yeah. hair braiding business at all? I won't. I'd have to know Lakeisha, who knows Laquandra or whatever. And she said, oh, yeah, she braids hair. She'll, she'll pay. She'll do it. Or whatever. You, see, you see what I'm saying? So. Or... <laughs> yeah. Sarah. Yeah, so Bethany does hair. You can ask her, and and, and Melinda will do it or whatever. But actually, I would go to Melinda. <laughs> she seems like she has her life together. Maybe a little <laughs> bit, but yeah, I think there's a there's if you spend the time to make sure your business is is marketed and findable, I think you'll have a better chance yeah. of being supported. So contact us to do your branding, and then we'll support you. Well, not just branding. Even even just like, hey, I'm going to put my thing on Google so you yeah. can find me. <laughs> because then you can find me. And if you're trying to find a business, well, you can actually I, That's know what where they I did in their apartment, 2413. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, so I see what you're saying about the the Republican nature of what I was my statements, but uh, yeah, <laughs> if you're that small, you're working out your house or something like that, it's going to be difficult to. Some people may not even consider you just because of you. You look less professional than someone with their own storefront. Yeah, yeah. So do your branding. Or get a yeah, field box something, or something. You know, put up throw. I mean, websites are easier than ever. To, nowadays to throw up you know do something like that and then yeah get your business out there so that you can be supported oh this is stupid yeah get your business out there so it can be just can be supported and you know 
and be out there competing that way it's not always like oh well you know I mean and then you know there's a whole thing people try to say that black people don't support and blah 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 it's which I don't think is true well I think so the same way that uh, a non-black person might not know about your business black people won't know about it either because it's not like it's not always a race thing a lot of times it's just like what what do I like oh I need some tires for my car okay tire rack i've seen ads i know about it it's a website i can get to it or i first thought it was walmart because there's one right down the street or whatever whereas you might have a place that can do all that stuff but you're just not you're not gonna like those are broad extreme national examples where you're not gonna be able to easily compete with them but if you make yourself known through marketing promotion all that type of stuff then hopefully people know and you can also like target your own local community with like mailers or whatever you can do to let people know because I get stuff in the mail not super super frequently but there's like some dentist near me that has sent me stuff like hey when we moved in they were like hey you're new in the area you need some dental work come through Uh, and so stuff like that at least can let the people around you know about you yeah but of course there you know there's Many, many, many other things you could do, but I think I don't think it's uh, reasonable to complain about lack of support if you're not letting people know that you're yeah. there to be supported. So, I think that's that for our pull yourself up by your bootstraps uh, chat. <laughs> <laughs> it's not pull yourself up by your bootstraps, but just make your bootstraps <laughs> available for pulling. <laughs> So yeah, that people can no, help you, because I think I'd be glad to support more businesses if I knew they existed and I could trust I mean, them and all that like type any of stuff. Business, you know, I mean, I feel like we've talked about this before, but you know, just make sure you're doing mm. quality product and service like everything else. Don't just expect people to support you just because you're, you know, you're in their demographic. Yeah, so I've worked with a lot of smallish businesses and I'll talk to them and be like, hey, so how do you find your customers? And it's just I'm a lot of times it's, they don't know. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> a lot of times they haven't figured that part, part out. Um, and so it's or they don't have a clear idea of how like how people find them and things like that. And so it's like, all right, so I can help you a little bit, but that's something you really need to focus on. Mm-hmm. Where are these people coming from? How can you reach out to them? Who who is your target audience? All that type of stuff. Because then we can do things that will actually reach out to them and not just do the broad scattershot method that doesn't work. Yeah, I agree with that. So we were going to talk a little bit about uh, the idea. Um, so I saw something on Instagram about basically how it could be better to work almost as a consultant versus the person who actually does the work like so as a designer instead of our graphic designer instead of doing the actual graphic design or marketing materials for someone it's better to work as a as a consultant who would basically say here's what you need here's the best way to do it that type of stuff and then either outsource the actual design work or hire someone else to do the actual design work or something like that. Um, and I thought it was an interesting 
thing because I've noticed, especially now with like YouTube and a lot of these other platforms that make building websites and creating designs like Canva and stuff like that, a whole lot easier. Um, a lot of people aren't so much looking for you to do the work. They may be looking for advice on how to do the work or advice on what should I do and things like that. So, um, I don't know. I, I thought it was interest, interesting and I think that I do find myself doing more consulting for people in terms of just answering questions. But the problem I run into is that I, I haven't figured out the right way to charge for it. Because it's like, yeah, people call me like they just want to have a conversation. I don't mind throwing out some ideas, giving you some suggestions and things like that. But then at the end of it, I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> I just gave them a lot of useful information. Yeah. yeah, someone else would probably would have charged for that. So um, if I say, you know, my service is I'm going to do graphic design or web design for you, but then I drop all kind of gems on you, then I need to find a way of charging for that yeah. and justifying it that and everything like that. I mean, especially, I mean, because I guess, you know, we're, we both been doing this for a long time now. So you kind of move into that space naturally, I think, of where you're like, all right, I don't mm-hmm. feel like making the actual logo anymore, you know? <laughs> it's it, it's a weird transition, but I, I may be necessary. I mean, and I'm torn on it, honestly. It's, sometimes I'm like, well, I... What I enjoy is the actual design process, not just telling people what to do. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'd say for some things, I, I'm i more than comfortable just telling you what to do and yeah. then dropping it on you. But then for other things, I, I want to be able to provide value. And so that's where I think of it as like, I don't want to be a strictly consultant type of person where I can just tell you what you should do, but never know. Yeah, really I, think, I mean, I've, you know, because I've been around people like that, and it's like, wait a minute, why am I paying you? Like, you know, for you to print out a PDF, you know, that you use for everybody else. Like, what am I really getting out of this? Um, but you know, yeah, I I think I don't know. I mean, because in order to do it yourself, I think. You would have to actually put some, you know, kind of like, I mean, it's kind of like just people that make these courses, online courses. And it's like, mm-hmm. sometimes, sometimes they're legit and sometimes they're not. And I think you'd have to put in enough work to put a, together a presentation so that you can give that to somebody, you know, that you can leave them some, with something. And it's not just you walking in like, hey, do this, do this, do this, uh, buy, I have no you know you haven't you're left with no documentation no you know because i think people will pay you if they get something you know they get something physical they feel like they got something out of it it's like here's my advice written down in a way you know that you can follow along or you know so i've done that before where i gave someone suggestions and wrote it up and documented everything but even then i was like eh, i don't know i think just personally uh, for whatever reason I don't value that as much as actually delivering something but that doesn't mean that the customer doesn't value it and they do so 
um, I think it's you just got to find a way to transition to that part of it. Because I get a lot of calls with people like so earlier this week. I'm helping somebody with their website. I put everything together and then they ask me, Hey, so what do you think? How, what's the best way for me to sell these products or should I bundle these products together to sell them or stuff like that? And I'm like, here's, here's my thoughts. Here's a bunch of ideas. Here's a bunch of ideas at them. And, uh, a lot of them, I thought some of them were good ideas. I mean, it's up to them to decide what they want to do, but it's one of the things where I could probably charge for that. And it's not that I have a ton of experience selling products or anything like that, but I have a ton of experience building solutions like that for people and setting things up. And also, you know, I use the internet, I buy stuff, so yeah. my opinion matters. I mean, I would, you know, it's probably like a thing where you got to um, find a way to package that. So that when they ask mm-hmm. you, it's like, okay, well, hey, oh, okay, well, I have that here. You can pick up, uh, you know, you can buy this off my website, this, you know, booklet on blah, 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 you know, you know, like, because it, it could even be cheap because, you know, people kind of do stuff like that on the Internet. Like, oh, here, buy this little thing, you know, or kind of like how people sell templates. Like, here, buy this little branding packet idea thing, blah, blah, yeah. blah, and give you a whole breakdown, a chart you can follow, blah, 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 and all this kind of stuff. And you can make it pretty cheap, like five dollars. People will buy that and then move on. Businesses will buy that and you move on, and you don't actually have to do any direct consulting. You just have a product that's selling out there. I mean, and you could, you know, offer that to people and tell people about it when they ask for questions, like, hey, you know. But uh, you'd have to find something tangible that they can have. I think that would be important for the people that are iffy. Yeah, I've seen a lot of. Uh... There's a lot of people also that sell courses and stuff like that, and I don't know. I, I see the value in some of that stuff, and it's definitely something I've considered doing because then it makes your – it's almost like automated consulting because yeah. you don't actually have to do anything. You just say, hey, go download yeah. this. Pay me for it. But to me, I don't know. I thought about, I've definitely thought about – creating some materials like that to just help people. But a lot of the... I feel like a lot of the information changes frequently. And a lot of it is really... To give, like, really valuable information, it's going to take me having a conversation with you and not just, here's what you should do. Because I can give you some generic information that will make you... You'll feel good and you might get something done, but it's not going to be as effective as if... I know the specifics of your situation. That's why I feel like some of those training classes, like set up a course in four days and make yeah. $3,000 a month. No, it's not going to happen. There's, I mean, because I have there's a lot more to it. consultants here and there, like, you know, when we bring in contractors or stuff like that. And like, you know, like a brand, like they'll come in and just give you all these ideas and, you know, things that you can do in a direction. And then try to sell you on the information implement, implementation because I think that's where they really make their money. What you could do, you could sell the ideas and then let somebody else do the work. <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how it would feel fitting into that space. Honestly, I don't know if I would enjoy it.
I know I've done it before, but I'm always I always do some implementation. I'm never just give me advice and no implementation because I that's weird. So I always end up doing some implementation or well no I always end up doing some implementation because yeah, I want to do yeah, something. Otherwise it is weird. It's like wait I'm not so comfortable doing nothing. to do and, and you're just leaving now I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's a little weird. It's like, well, can you do it now that you gave me this idea? Like, why why can't you do it also? Which is easy now, even if you don't want to physically do it. Yeah. You can find somebody to do it. But, you know, it's just, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I would say uh, if you, it's something to explore, you'd have to I think you just have to study like some other, like, uh, people that are doing. Um, people that are other consultants and stuff like that, and just see what they're offering, what can be offered, or you know, mm-hmm. what, what it is. Because I mean, because yeah, I don't. Know, I guess I'm trying to see the difference between the people that are offering these courses and the people that are offering consulting. You know. Well, I've seen some people will offer like, I'll charge you. Fifty dollars for a discovery call where we talk about what you need and I talk about what I can do to help you and we talk and talk and talk. And so that's something I've definitely considered doing because there's a lot of people that want just want to talk about here's what I have going on, here's what I'm trying to accomplish, that type of stuff. And I feel like that's a good way to make some money while you're kind of determining if you want to work with the person because you could do that call and be like, nope, sorry, I can't help you, and they still got to pay you. So. Um, I feel like that's useful because I know personally I have spent like with potential clients, I'll spend like I've talked to people for like 30 minutes or more on the phone about their potential project. But then they're like, oh, OK, thanks for the information. And then I never hear back from them for like a year or maybe six months. I don't hear from back them back from them or they may hit me up for something really simple. And then mm-hmm. I do that. And that's the end of it. And so if I want to value my time as, you know, I got experience, I know what I'm doing, then I should probably charge for that. Yeah. Even if it's just a conversation. Yeah. Conversations aren't always free. I mean, I guess it turns into, you know, is this a seminar? <laughs> and maybe I'm thinking about it from no, a seminar, my but brain. Like, if you, maybe, if you start asking I'm me questions, too much with the way I'm going to try and help you. Because to me, I'd be like, man... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not paying you to talk to me, but yeah, but you got to think about it. Like, if you need this information, you don't know how to do whatever it is I know how to do. Then yeah, I mean, it's I get that. probably valuable to talk to me. Um, and you know, I'm not saying it has to be fifty dollars. That was just a number I threw out there. Yeah. But you know, depending on what you're trying to make it might be worth it to charge somebody a decent rate. Cause then that, that, that puts some seriousness on it. Cause I have talked to people where they'll show up to the conversation unprepared, don't have anything ready. And it's just like, yes, I was hoping that maybe you could help me with this. So when I get my stuff together, I'll call you back. And it's like, all right, well don't call me until you have your stuff yeah. together. Like we don't need to have this conversation until you're ready. And so, uh, yeah, it's one of those things where, Putting a price on it mm. kind of forces people to. That's true. Take that it seriously. 
Well, I mean, and yeah, you, you gotta have transition from the, you know, like you were saying, like somebody that does all the, does the work and does all this kind of stuff to, you know, what's the next level? Like what is, you know, not that you have to pursue getting all the money and all the kind of other kind of stuff, but ultimately it's a designer. What it's, it's not, the value is in what mm-hmm. your ideas, not so much in what you're able to do nowadays because you know especially with nowadays it's like anybody can throw a website yeah. together easily with zero experience because there's so many tools out there but the value is in you know what ideas you bring to that not just that you can throw a website together no yeah yep well I mean it's like yeah. we've had the conversation before about I don't want to just be a photoshop operator so if I'm doing more, if you just say, hey, here's this design, can you implement it in Photoshop? I need a vector version of this thing I drew on a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can knock that out very quickly for you, turn it around. But I can't really put that in my portfolio because it's not my design. I mm-hmm. can't really charge you that much because all, all I did was copy something. But if I can provide some value, even if it's yeah. just in the form of a suggestion or a conversation, a then I can charge now. you more and I can make more There's money. Not so much design because you can get a quality design pretty easily. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I, I don't know. I mean, I don't even follow trends on new website designs or whatever. I look it up every once in a while, but so much it, UX is more important, I would say, than just making some kind of elaborate design, especially now, you know, everything needs to be mobile friendly and all that kind of other stuff. So it's like, all right, just don't just make it look decent move on but make it functional very functional so people can find things and it's appealing and i feel like that's more important and you know those are things that you can't just buy off the shelf i mean and you could get into the testing and all of that kind of you know the heat mapping and all that kind of stuff aspect of it and then really i mean honestly that may be a way to you know have the product have the thing that you can consult on you being able to run all these tests and things like that and give them reports and try different things. And I mean, cause I, we mm-hmm. did that for a while in my job when we went through some testing and some moving around. It was a company that could move, manipulate things on your website. Um, but yeah, it's just, you know, it is what it is. Yep. I think it's, it, you know, that's where I know when I, if I can have a conversation with the person and talk to them about what they need and all that stuff, 90% of the time I'm able to upsell something. Because there's always, you know, like, you want a website? Oh, okay, but I can also integrate social media into your website or I can help you with some images and stuff for social media, that type of stuff. And so mm-hmm. it's easy to yeah. just upsell something if we can have a conversation about what you need. Yeah, and Good. if I could get paid a little bit more while I do that, it makes sense. So, uh, <laughs> if you'd like to contact me for consulting services, uh, just <laughs> send me a DM on Instagram. And I'll re- I'll, re- I'll probably yeah, reply sooner than kind of the next episode of our podcast. Product to sell them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for tuning in.
Uh, we'll be back again with another episode at some point in time in the future. Uh, for our quarterly episode, it'll probably be in December or <laughs> January. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but thanks for listening. Check our shop. It's almost hoodie season. Um, we should get some more designs. I was actually looking at the other day, like modifying some of the designs or putting some new ones up there. Um, but yeah, go check out, get yourself a hoodie. I might get myself a hoodie or a t-shirt mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, alienmuffin.threadless.com I think is the website. Yep. But, uh, check us out. Go there and buy something so we don't have to resort to selling PDFs and training classes. <laughs>